Hey, this is Taylor McCaffrey. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Do me a favor, share this podcast with other people. We thank God that this podcast has been reaching many different nations of the world. And also, if you haven't already, I want you to pray about partnering with us every month as we continue to preach the gospel and go after the harvest of souls. And we also feed hungry people with Feed the Hungry every single month. So if you'd like to be a part of that with us, our website is faithandfire.de. You can go to that website. All the giving information is there. And when you partner with us, a portion of your seed goes to helping feed the hungry. And obviously, as we continue to do live meetings and preach the gospel, you're a part with us of every single soul that's one into the kingdom. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode. I want to put this into your spirit today and, and deal with some things regarding this month and closing out the year and starting a new year. It's very important. Uh, what your focus is. It's very important. Your spiritual focus and how you deal with even practical things in every area of your life so that you set yourself up for success in every area. And so uh, it's very important that as I, as I list these things and as you look into the Word of God and you pray about uh, what God has for you to do in the coming days, um, it's very important that you have a plan, that you, you have vision, that you know what you need to do to push forward. And um, because, you know, without a vision, people perish. And so you, you want to be someone who's led by the Spirit of God, who obeys God. And along with that, you understand that as we obey God, that's the key to our success and our victory, okay? because if we if we start following something else then we have disconnected ourselves from what God wants us to do and so I think you understand that but in Psalm chapter 1 and and verse 1 I want to start reading here oh the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked excuse me or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers okay so Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked. So, you don't... It's not wrong necessarily to gather information, okay? To to learn something, even from someone who's not a Christian. It's not wrong. But at the same time, you don't follow the advice of the wicked. Okay, there's a big difference between wicked and someone who's a sinner. There's a difference there. The wicked are people who have totally sold out to the other side, to do the work of the devil, to advance the, 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 the evil, you know, and those things. They are actively under his influence. They know it. They're glad about it. That's what they want to do. So you don't follow the advice of the wicked when they tell you what they think you should do with your money, do this investment, that investment, you know, get involved in this thing over here. Uh, do this business, get involved with this. You don't follow their advice, okay? So you'll have joy if you don't follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners. So it adds sinners into the picture. People that just have never given their life to Jesus Christ. You don't stand around with them or join in with mockers. Mockers of what? Well, mockers of the Word of God. Mockers of 
uh, here's a big one, mockers of preachers. You know, th that's something that, um, you know, when, my spiritual fathers, people, people who don't know any better, sometimes they do know better, they do it anyway. Um, they just mock and mock and mock. This person's wrong, that person. Basically, every, everybody's wrong except for them. They're the only one that knows everything. And so don't be like that. Don't join in with mockers. Verse 2, but, de, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. Meditating means to speak it. So you not only delight in the law of the Lord, in other words, you're happy about it, you know that the truth sets you free. In Him you live and move and have your being. So you delight in it. <clears throat> and then you speak it day and night. That means all the time. Verse 3, here's the, here's the product of that. They are like trees planted along the river bank, and you bear fruit every season. And their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. But not the wicked. They are like worthless chaff scattered by the wind. They will be condemned at the time of judgment. Sinners will have no place among the godly, for the Lord watches over the path of the godly, <coughs> but the path of the wicked leads to destruction. So based upon these few uh, six scriptures, you you have your path forward. You know, you know how to uh, live life in the will of God. You know how to live life in the success that Jesus has already paid for through His death and resurrection, because it tells us. And so as you continue to to delight in the law of the Lord, not in, the, you know, not in some earthly system. You delight in the law of the Lord. You meditate on it day and night. And then you're like a tree planted by the riverbank, but you bear fruit every season. So, um, you know, people sometimes get this idea that there's a down season or there's hard seasons or, you know, whatever. But here's the thing. There's no such thing as a down season for the child of God. This world can have what it wants. You're not connected with this world system the moment that you become born again. But the only way that you can live in that reality is if you understand that you, you live by the Word of God. You don't live by the world system. You don't live by what the world says or their opinion. You only live by the Word of God. And then once you begin to... Uh, be aware of that reality and live in it, <clears throat> that's whenever you reap the benefits of it, the blessing of it. And so you bear fruit each season. And so don't be a Christian who, who think, who like, if things start to become challenging, they, uh, they automatically assume sometimes, I'm just in a down season. I'm in a dry season. No, that is an excuse to not to not look into the Word of God and see, okay, here is this challenge. How do I, how do I get through it? You know, how do I uh, turn this challenge into a victory? Because it, there's always answers in the Word of God. When something is going wrong, when something looks like it's going the opposite of what the Bible says it's supposed to, there's always a solution in God's Word. You just have to dig for it. You you have to be hungry for His Word and hungry for the answers. And if it takes it, you know, pray in the Holy Ghost until the answer comes. That's The Holy Spirit is your helper. He's there to help you in every situation. But it requires faith. 
Sometimes it requires the gift of faith, okay? And so whenever you bear fruit in each season, Jesus said in the Gospels, you're my true disciples whenever you bear much fruit. And that's not just talking about the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, all those things. It's also talking about the, you know, the fruits of righteousness. It's talking about, you know, uh, obviously winning souls, but, but showing fruit, righteous fruit in your finances, righteous fruit in your family relationship, righteous fruit in, in the health of your body. You know, that's a righteous fruit. And so you bear fruit each season. There is no... Uh, there is no down season for the Christian. There's no dry season. Uh, it, don't give in to those stupid ideas. Don't give in to that stuff. Because for every... Uh, it says right here, you bear fruit each season. So even if the season feels like a struggle, you still bear fruit based upon the Scriptures. So you're bearing fruit each season. Their leaves, their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. Not some things, not most things. They prosper in all they do. Now, this is not automatic. You have to understand that. What this depends upon is that you follow the first few things it lists. That you're not taking the advice of the wicked. You're not standing around with sinners. You're not joining in with mockers. You know, when people want to mock the anointing, when they want to mock prosperity, when they want to mock healing, that, that, I mean, that's even more prevalent now today than it's ever been. Okay, to mock the healing power of God. There was, I don't even know the church, don't want to know the church, but I, I saw this, uh, this, this news article recently with a picture, and the picture said that the blood of Jesus can't protect you from COVID-19. And I've never come so close to throwing a f my phone in my whole life because it's a direct contradiction of Scripture. How can you even, how can you even do that? Like, how can you even... Um, now, if this was just some secular business, I would get it. But this is supposed to be a church. And so, whenever it says you don't join in with mockers, you don't join in with that stuff. You rebuke it. You expose it. You stand against it. Anything that stands against the anointing, you're anointed to stand against. I'm going to say that again. Anything that stands against the anointing, you're anointed to stand against by the blood of Jesus or by the power of the Holy Ghost. And so you prosper in all you do. What does that mean? That means whatever the Lord speaks to you to do. That refers to your calling, but it also refers to every practical area of your life. You are anointed to prosper. You are empowered to prosper. But you uh, living in that mode living in that reality depends upon you doing the first of the, the other things in those other scriptures you know uh, verse 1 and 2 basically really more specifically verse 1 and so when you take all this into account your your formula for success as, as a child of god is listed in these six scriptures it's pretty simple you have to see yourself the way that god sees you and speak how he sees you but even in James chapter 1, the Bible says when you're faced with trials of various kinds, you're supposed to count it all joy. But that's, that still ties in because it says, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, stand around with sinners, joining in with mockers. So it still ties in with joy, you understand. And so 
What happens whenever you guard your joy? What happens whenever you protect that joy? Well, in James chapter 1, it talks about <clears throat> whenever you have that joy, you, um, I'll just turn there and read it to you because it's so powerful. James 1 and verse 2. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Why? For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Okay. Um, so let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Wow. Amazing. So it's possible to be perfect and complete, needing nothing. People think that's impossible. No, it's not, because it's right here in the Bible. But the stipulation is, God told you exactly how to access it. Count it all joy <clears throat> when troubles of any kind come your way. That means financial trouble. That means physical trouble. That means uh, whatever. Whatever kind of trouble it is. The trouble in the world that's going on right now. Okay, The reason you count it all joy is so that uh, because you understand that your faith is being tested. Now, God doesn't send every test of faith, you understand. There are certain tests of your faith that God will, God will, uh, how do you say, He will give to you. Sickness is not a test from God of your faith. He gives other tests of your faith. But whatever this world throws at you, you can count it as a test of your faith. Because this world doesn't believe like you believe. And so all the negative things that come from the world to test your faith, you count it all joy. Why? Because you're letting patience have its perfect work so that you can get to the end result, which is being perfect and complete, needing nothing. So you understand it. And then whenever you have that in mind and you go back and you read, oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join them with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the river bank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. And then it reinforces the, what's going to happen to the wicked. So there's, there's kind of like a recurring theme there. You are blessed as a child of God, and nothing can interrupt that blessing unless you allow it to interrupt the blessing. See, that's the key. Nothing can interrupt the blessing of the Lord in your life unless you allow it to interrupt the blessing of the Lord in your life. You can't allow, <clears throat> you can't allow uh, yourself to think, okay, I'm just in a down season. I'm just in a dry season. I have to, I have to uh, just make it through this season and then God will give me a new season whenever I've proved how faithful I am and all this. That's just pride. That's all nonsense. Because it's not in the Word of God, okay? Um, just because Jesus spent, spent 40 days and nights in the wilderness fasting and praying doesn't mean that you have to. So, but even in the wilderness, He was still accompanied by you know, angels and the presence of God and all this stuff. But anyways, the point is, just because you think you're suffering doesn't mean that God is... And has has assigned you to the suffering. If you assign yourself to this suff this you know false idea of a dry season, then you you have to really blame yourself. It's not even the devil's fault. You've given yourself into this weird idea that uh, you you don't get to decide what season you're in, but you do. 
your 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 seasons are determined by your decisions. I'm going to say it again. Your seasons of life are determined by your decisions. And to keep it even more simple, it's determined by your decision to either obey or disobey the voice of God. Pretty simple, right? Makes everything a lot more simple, a lot less uh, like mystical, you know. Everybody says, well, you, know, you, you, you never know what God wants. Well, actually you do. Just read the Bible. You, know, you never know... Uh, what 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 God has in store? Well, actually, you do read the Bible, and so you don't allow yourself to to be distracted by those weird religious sayings and those weird religious ideas. If something is not going right, there is always a solution. The solution is never, "Oh, I'm just in a down season. I'm just in a dry season." No, nonsense. Look into the Word of God, pray in the Holy Ghost, ask God to show you what, what needs to... Maybe you have to change something. Maybe you have to do something differently. Think a different way about a specific situation. Ask God for wisdom. Okay? Further in the book of James chapter 1, <clears throat> in, in those verses below what I already read, it talks about asking God for wisdom. As a matter of fact, uh, I'll go there again because this is important. Okay? It's where a lot of people just really get themselves messed up. Okay, so it says you'd be perfect to complete needing nothing. It says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and He will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Don't waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. I mean, I don't think I even need to read that twice. It pretty much explains itself. So you need to decide, I'm going to follow the world, or I'm going to follow God. That's what determines your blessing. Can you say amen? It's not this weird idea, I'm in a dry season. Absolutely not. Am I going to follow the world, or am I going to follow the voice of God? That is your decision, and God will respect your decision. But, it, but He also tells you, that if you decide you're going to follow Him and do what He's called you to do, it says, don't waver. For a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. What does that mean? That means that every little thing that happens, you decide to move over here and over there, and you, you don't really know what to do. You're double-minded, and you, you, know, you come over here and do this thing, and then it gets hard, so you go over there and do that thing. You don't stick with anything. You, you don't. You don't make up your mind, this is what I'm doing, come hell or high water. That's what God's looking for. Because once you make that decision, He will protect you. You understand? There's no risk with faith. None whatsoever. People preach it like faith is a huge risk. No, it's not. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Faith is the most secure way to live that no other man could ever come up with. It was God's idea. And so... Um, Whenever you see verse 7, such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. When your loyalty is divided between God and the world, you're unstable in everything you do. Some people are so unstable in everything and they don't know why. They think they're just a terrible person or, or the lack of skills. It could be a lack of skills. You can always learn new skills. That's an easy thing to fix. There's a thing called YouTube. You can learn things on it. It's wonderful. There's things called books. 
if you've never heard of that and if you can read you know uh, get a book learn a new skill and and trust God at the end of the day no amount of education can replace your trust in the Lord you understand but it's good to learn things it's good to learn new skills it's good to sharpen yourself stay knowledgeable learn whatever it takes to move your business forward instead of just complaining that things never work out learn what it takes and believe God for the gift of faith for your business or your ministry or your job to move forward in the midst of everything going on because the hand of the Lord being upon you is the key to your success and so um, when it says you're unstable in everything you do it's because your your loyalty is divided between God and the world and you might think well no I'm, I'm totally sold out to God well be honest with yourself and honest with God maybe there's some areas if everything is unstable all the time you need to ask yourself the question am I really as sold out to the will of God as much as I think am I really you know have I really turned my back on the world system the way that I think I have that's not to condemn you that's to that's to help you kind of be honest with yourself you know not everything is some like demon or some uh, you know, the devil attacking you. Yes, the devil attacks. Yes, demons are real. But when we're in full obedience to God, the devil is under our feet. The only time the devil has any chance to have any entry in your life is if there's an area where you're not obeying God. He has permission to, to traffic in that area. You understand. So what do I mean by that? If you're not taking care of your physical body, if your diet is terrible, you never exercise, all this stuff, well, more than likely, just in the natural, symptoms are going to come on your body a lot easier than they would if you would take care of yourself a little better. Okay? I'm not talking about being a, being a health nut and, you know, going all entirely organic, which it actually wouldn't hurt, but that's not what I'm saying. Some of the health people that are so obsessed with their health also live in fear and so they're more sick than the other people that, you know, live, you know, not that way. And so, you know, you don't have to be so, um, I don't know, so strict about everything that you can't enjoy things, you know. And I, I don't want to keep going with that. I, I, I want to stay on point, but you get what I'm saying. And so take your finances. If you're not tithing, and a giver that well that's the things that God instituted for your increase okay so if you're not doing those things you can't blame the devil you can't you can't say well I'm just in a dry season no you're not in a dry season you stop tithing because you you don't trust God if you're honest with yourself that's what it boils down to I'm not trying to be mean but I'm just telling you be honest with yourself and so in order to push forward in the days to come as I bring this episode to a close in order to push forward in the days to come in your business your ministry your relationship with God and what he's called you to do whatever that is you know it also it requires much praying in the Holy Ghost and uh, hearing from God and obeying him but just prayer without obedience that's not good and so in the in the you know for this whole month and then the start of next year you should be asking God what do you want me to do and trust him Whenever he speaks to you what to do, uh, more than likely, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it looks like the provision is there. Just step out and do 
the, the first thing He tells you to do. Just step out and start. Because that's how the provision comes. The provision comes uh, by obedience. You know, <clears throat> the provision comes because we trust God. And there will never be a point in our lives where uh, we don't trust God. That's never, that's not a thing. He, he requires us to, to use our faith. He requires us to trust Him and to look to Him as our source for everything, for our, for our health, for our finances, for our provision, for everything. And so in, those, in these days to come, you know, ask God what He would have you do and then, you know, believe Him for the gift of faith to get the thing accomplished, whatever it is. Could be a new business. If you already have a business, could be a new product that just changes everything, you know. And I just, I just speak the wisdom of God through, through this podcast into you right now. Just lift your hands, receive the wisdom of God. You know, if you've been asking God for wisdom, just receive it. He'll give you supernatural wisdom. But then you have to uh, formulate a plan to execute whatever He says. He will drop supernatural wisdom into your spirit. And then you have to be ready to go and do whatever that thing is. <clears throat> and He will show you exactly how to do it as you step out. You don't have to know how to do everything. Trust the Holy Ghost. Follow what He says do. And then as you uh, go and do it, that's when the supernatural wisdom for how to get it done begins to activate. He may just give you an idea. He may just, you know, start you with this thought that you have that's coming from Him. And then you, you take that idea and you say, well, you know, I, I could probably do it this way. And then He'll lead you and guide you and He'll even warn you ahead of time, hey, you know, don't do it this way, go over here instead. But you have to be aware of what He's telling you. You have to be aware of His voice, aware of His leading and listen to Him. He is so much smarter than just our, our brain. You know, our brain is important. But we are spirit. We are not our brain. So there, there's a, we have the mind of Christ, but we have to rely on the spirit within us. Do you see what I'm saying? And so for the days and the next year to come, <clears throat> what is God telling you to do? Believe bigger. Dream bigger. Now's not the time with everything going on. That is not your sign to stop dreaming big. That's your sign from God to dream bigger than you ever have. Why? Because it would require faith. The gift of faith to get it done. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So God will give you a plan. He'll give you a dream. He'll give you a desire. You know, what do you want to do with your life? If you lost a job because of everything happening uh, recently, if they told you get vaccinated or you're fired, and you chose to, you know, you're wondering what you should do, believe God for your dream job. Now's the time to trust the Lord for your dream job. Trust Him to put you in a position to be more blessed than you've ever been. Trust Him to, to, to help you launch out into the deep and do things that you thought you would never be able to do. You know, even in a perfect economy, in a perfect, whatever your idea of a perfect financial situation would be, it would still not have been possible without the hand of God. So trust Him and believe Him. Think bigger. Dream bigger. Do bigger. Now is the time to accelerate. It's not the time to withhold. It's not the time to slow down. <clears throat> it's not the time to stop. It's the time to trust God and push forward 
and 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 do bigger things and you know so bigger dream bigger all these things that's what it's time to do and as you trust God he will make a way he makes streams in the desert he will set a table in front of you in the presence of your enemy so that you could just taste and see that the Lord is good they can't interrupt your victory they can't interrupt your joy unless you allow it you just stay focused on what God tells you to do and in the process you get to enjoy the victory and all you know the whole world will hate it but they hated Jesus first so naturally they're gonna hate you don't worry about it you just follow what he tells you and then the blessing of the Lord will make you rich and he adds no sorrow with it so you'll be full of joy that depression that fear all that stuff that was trying to hold you back no longer has a hold on you anymore and now you just push forward with faith in the joy of the Lord and great expectation of bigger and mightier things coming ahead. Hallelujah. And so it's going to be great days, guys. I'm excited. I hope you are too. And um, it's going to be awesome what God's going to do. What's He going to do with you? And then it's next month. He wants to do bigger things than what you can imagine. Beyond your wildest dreams. Beyond anything you would have ever thought would be possible. That's what He wants to do with you. So just ask God what He wants and then obey. That, that's how everything starts. It may start small. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about the size of it. The work may start small. But God, if you obey God, it is His responsibility to, to see to it that what He asked you to do, He will make it grow. Okay? So don't worry about how big it starts, how small it starts. Don't worry about all that. Just obey, just start, and watch God bring the increase as you stay focused on Him and continue to honor Him <clears throat> with all the increase and with whatever He says to do. And that's it. The rest is His responsibility. He's a good, faithful God. He's never failed at anything. So I think He's pretty trustworthy. Amen? I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Share this podcast with other people who it will benefit and help them. Let me pray for you and send you away. Father, I thank you for every person listening. I pray that no matter where they're listening from, what they're going through, I pray increase in the name of Jesus. I pray that this word that has been spoken today would help them, would help to activate and maybe even reactivate those dreams that you've given them, those desires that you've given them, that you would raise them up wherever they are to be a sign and a wonder to the world around them of your goodness, of your provision, and of your supernatural strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed, everybody.